Hello, everyone. It has been far too long, and I do apologize for the Craytrix Culture podcast hiatus. It has been one hell of a summer. You are listening to Craytrix Culture, and I am your host, Sarah Wolf, otherwise known as Sarah Laddie, and we are back. We are back, we are back, we are back, and wow, what a summer it has been. So many changes, so much growth, and a big leap of faith. So I've wanted to jump in the booth here numerous amounts of times to update and get an episode going, but something has constantly kind of taken me in different directions and my focus elsewhere. So here I am sitting down with all of you and we will catch up here on what is going on. Wow, we're still on this crazy ride around the world with so many things happening and it, it's just been, it's been beautiful and painful to watch as we continue to start seeing the true world that we live in and the direction that things are trying to go. And to us who are banding together to, to really join forces in keeping our liberation and our sovereignty, mind, body, spirit. So that being said, here we are. And yes, I am stepping into a new name of Sarah Wolf. It was gifted to me probably like, I want to say, eight months ago, somewhere like that. Yeah. And it's just seemed really appropriate during this time to, to step into that name, especially since I took a very big leap of faith here a few weeks ago that I will talk about in a moment. But let's rewind a little bit. So the last time I sat down with you all was in June with my dear friend Melissa talking about essential oils. And since then, I got the virus that's been, you know, traveling around. And that was a big turning point for me in the respect that I felt for the year of 2020, that was a big stop to life and taking, you know, those of us that, that got a break from the hustle, um, taking that time out to really evaluate where we are, what we want, where are we going. And I got so much clarity. I learned so much through that year. I did a lot of studying, a lot of researching. And when I finally got the call back in March to go to enter back into the hustle, it just wasn't resonating anymore. I don't know if it ever resonated, but we just tolerated things or just accepted it that that was the way it needed to be. But it felt like such a foreign concept, especially after the year that I had prior. And even though I had that year break of the hustle, my mind didn't stop. So when I came down with the virus back in um, the middle of July, for me, it was the mental break that I missed for two weeks I couldn't think of anything. I just was. I just was in the moment. And my job during that time was to keep my body healthy and nourished and supplemented and hydrated the best I could during that time. And I came out of it thinking, what a blessing. What a blessing. Yes, being sick sucks and it's never fun. And, um, I, I definitely went through the ringer. Um, I stayed home. I didn't, I didn't take myself to the hospital, which for me, going to the hospital or the doctor is, will, is and will always be the last 
last, last thing that I do. I, I just, I'm just not a doctor person. So I, 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 if I didn't have to pay health insurance, I wouldn't because I, I don't use it. But besides that being my job to just keep myself as healthy as I possibly could throughout it, I had the mental break that I really, truly needed. And upon coming back out into the world, um, once I started feeling better, it really put a lot of things into perspective of what my next steps in life were to be and what I should be doing and what I'm not doing and where am I spending my time, my energy, my love, my, you know, just my being in general. And I really took a look at the things that no longer serve me. And after that, I've spent, um, let's see, about, yeah, I guess, I mean, geez, things like seem like they are so, man, like things seem like they, it's actually not that short of a time, but so much happens lately and, and rapidly that it feels like it was such a longer period. So I guess between, <laughs> felt like so much longer than a month and a half till I made some huge changes, but wow, I guess it was only a month and a half. And I rapidly just like bam, 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 shifted things in my life. I made some really big decisions. So yeah, I I came out of that and I guess I rapidly <laughs> changed my life. And you know, we're so quick to jump on things and the dramatics of things and the negativity of things and not really taking a step back and quieting down and centering a little bit and allowing to see what the blessing is, allowing to see what actually the positivity is. And as much as being sick takes a toll on our bodies, the positive in it was to truly stop, stop the mind, stop the body, nourish the body, and connect with mind, body, spirit of what, what do I I need to be nourished. And I was coming to a point a few months back where I started realizing I'm not operating at full capacity. My battery's running out. I'm giving, 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 and I'm not receiving enough from the relationships around me, the people around me, and the environments that I'm, I'm, I'm putting myself in. So how does that need to change? That was the question. What, what do we need to do with that? And... I've never really spoken about it on here, but it's it's been an well, like what I've done for the main source of income in my life. And there's this part of me that had always been extremely embarrassed of myself and what I did for my main source of income because I never thought I would be doing what I was doing for as long as I was doing it. And I was embarrassed by that. So that was waiting tables at restaurants. And it was a thing that I just could not let go of or find a way out of. And I was embarrassed by that. And I beat myself up for that for a very long time. I am now 41, almost 42. And I never thought I'd be waiting tables past 25. And here we are over two decades later, and I'm still doing the same thing. And what I would beat myself up over is that I have always said yes to new things and trying new things and starting businesses and taking things on and, and really putting myself out there to do other things. But I would hit block after block after block after block and nothing would 
manifest. Nothing would come to fruition and everything would just lead me back to the restaurant. And through a group of spiritual uh, people here in Los Angeles, a lot of them talked about working with this one healer in particular. And many of them had said that after working with her, they had major shifts in their lives, like major life-altering changes. And I decided that I needed to have a session with this lady. I had no idea what she did. They didn't even tell me what the actual healing entailed. And I just decided to jump on her website, sign up. I had to wait like two weeks for an appointment. I still didn't know what I was signing up for. And we get on a Zoom together and she asks, what can I help you with today? And I had nothing prepared. I didn't know why I was there. I actually just thought the Zoom camera would turn on and she would look at me and just start telling me all these things. I didn't know I had to come to the table with something. I should know better, but <laughs> I didn't in that moment. But I allowed spirit to just speak through me and, and what came out was that my frustrations and I said to her, I don't really get it. I've been in this certain industry doing that particular work for a long time. Everything else I've really tried to do just doesn't seem to manifest. I've gone down many paths of self-development, personal healing, just many different modalities to try to further my life and, and take myself out of this work. And I can't seem to make, you know, more than what I've ever made in a year. And like I just told you all and what I told her is that I just felt like everything just comes to a dead end. And I'm blocked and I'm blocked and I'm blocked. And quite frankly, at that moment, I was pretty fed up and very frustrated. And needless to say, my self-worth and self-esteem was not at the highest point. Being that I didn't work at the restaurant for a year and then in March was called back to go back to work once things here in Los Angeles started opening up. And financially, I wasn't in a position to turn it down once and for all. So I went back which led me to spiral into a deep depression that I didn't really share with anybody. And it got to the point where I would be going to work, coming home, sitting on the couch, staring at the wall, waiting to go back to work again. Being this summer, being kind of the hardest of it, so hence why a little bit of a hiatus from even being inspired to doing this job and sitting with all of you, or this podcast, I should say. So I explain that to her, and she tunes in, and she asks me if it had been, has been the same management of this particular restaurant, because I've worked at this particular restaurant on and off since the year 2000, this last stint being a five-year stretch. It was the first uh, place that I, the first job that I got when I moved to LA when I was 20 years old. And I said, yes, the management I've known for 18 years, and it's been the same owner all 21 years. And she closes her eyes. She tunes in. And she's like, yeah, there's a big karmic tie here. Big karmic tie. And I instantly just started bawling. Because me waiting tables in that moment I saw was something bigger than there's just something wrong with me. And that's why things can't and won't come to fruition. She did a clearing on that and we moved through the healing with some other beautiful things that came up and did some clearings. But after I hung up the Zoom with her, I really sat with the karmicness of this work and that job in particular in that place. And 
It was probably like two weeks later when I got a download and my guides showed it all to me of, you know, when you're in a bad relationship or hanging on to a relationship where you know it's done, but you just can't seem to let it go because of whatever fears are attached to that. And your friends will always say to you, you know, you need to let go of one to make room for someone else, someone better to come in. All of a sudden it hit me and I looked at waiting tables as just that thing, is just like the relationship you need to let go of, where it was my comfort zone. Even though there's no real growth in it, you don't want to become a manager. If you are a manager, I, I commend you because it's more work and less money and a lot more bullshit. You don't get to just leave the restaurant at the last restaurant when you leave like you do as a server or any other of the staff. Um, hence why I've never stepped into a managerial position. But that being said, what I realized is waiting tables was my bad relationship. It was comfortable. I could make a certain amount of money. I could make quick money. And out of all the years that I've waited tables, I've always had one foot in. I never let it go completely. I never gave room for other things to fully manifest because of my fear of money, of not having money, of not being able to pay the bills, of what you name it, I felt it. So I held on to this thing that I was good at but didn't love. It didn't fulfill me. As I've gotten older, it has energetically sucked the life out of me. My battery is on 10%. I have nothing left to give that, that industry. I realized I'm... If I even keep a toe in, I'm blocking something better to come into my life and to allow other things to manifest. And the energy is because I'm scared. I hold on to it because I'm scared. During being ill for those two weeks is what really shifted my brain, my energy, my spirit, my being. And I came out of it and I walked back in that job again now after being gone for a year, coming back for a few months, now being gone again for two weeks. And I felt my body was there, but I was no longer there. And there was one night, it was in the second week of August, and I came home from a shift on a Sunday night. And my guides in the sky, <laughs> my higher self, my angels, whatever you want to call it, my guides in the sky, yelled at me till six o'clock in the morning and would not let me sleep until I heard them loud and clear that I was to be done, that I was to finally be done. And they told me to put in my two weeks so that I would be done on September 1st and that the lesson here and the karma here and the karmatic lesson was that I needed to stand up, let go of fear and walk out the door and be done with restaurants in this lifetime. And I tossed around my bed and I cried and I allowed myself to be filled so much of fear, but I also kept listening and they kept saying that everything is gonna be okay. It's gonna be better than okay. When you take a leap of faith, you will be caught and the universe will protect you. And for years, I've been thinking back to times in my life where I took that complete leap of faith 
And the one that kept coming up to me was when I moved to Los Angeles when I was 20. And I looked back at that, of what happened during that time. And I left Minnesota, 20 years old, drove across the country, moved into a city I did not know. I had a few friends and acquaintances here, not many. And I was just constantly taken care of. And I basically was handed the keys to the city. A young girl from suburbia, Minnesota, comes to Los Angeles and was handed the city. <laughs> I was in the coolest parties, hanging out with the coolest people, and invited to such amazing experiences. And I was so alive then and so excited, not just because I was young, but because I allowed myself to be free and be taken care of and just allowed life to take me on an adventure. And then as we get older and as our, you know, we get more um, responsibilities and we put more things on our plates and we allow ourselves to take on new bills, we kind of just get tethered to these things and we then attach fear to that that we're bogged down by all these responsibilities or bills or financial decisions or, I mean, we all love our animals, but animals and children or houses and mortgages and loans and that we are no longer free. We're slaves to these things. And over time, our creativity diminishes, our excitement diminishes, our love diminishes for the zest of what could possibly be and for me, what was really clear is that the lesson and the karma was that I needed to step in to fully what scared me the most, and it was to cut the safety net, and my safety net was waiting tables, and allow the universe to catch me, and allow life to be life again, and allow myself to be guided to where I best serve to my highest potential because I do believe it's more and bigger and a lot more exciting than I could ever imagine or create on my own because I do feel my control was just kind of ruining it and that control and that grasp and that need to hold on to safety or to this thing was squishing and squashing and energetically pushing away anything, any gift that the universe wanted to give me. So that night when I sat in bed till six o'clock in the morning, let me tell you, that was really annoying. I want to go to sleep. <laughs> I do not like being up all night long. And I really don't like to be up when the sun comes up. But I kept asking, is this, am I supposed to put in my two-week notice on the 15th to be done on September 1st? Or to put my two weeks notice in on September 1st to be done on the 15th of September. And I took my pendulum and used my pendulum. And it said no to September 1st, putting in the two weeks to be done September 15th. And it was the biggest yes to putting in my notice on August 15th to be done September 1st. Funny enough, I was going out of town for a week in the middle of all of it. So I'd only be coming back to work for a week before I before I quit and what was scary about that in itself is that I haven't planned for any of this financially so you know a lot of people are like I'm gonna save up money and then take these big leaps of faith in life 
and they told me I had to take the leap of faith before the money. So I went to work that week and really sussed it out, made sure that this was the right decision. And so many signs kept coming up that telling me over and over again, your time is done here, your time is done here, your time is done here. So the night before I went on vacation, I emailed my two-week notice, not even really letting anyone know that this was going to happen. I went on vacation, came back, finished out my last week, and still at some moments I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? What the fuck am I doing? But still there would be little hints, little drops, that my time there was done. Because I could take it back if I wanted to, but it, everything kept showing me, no, your time here is done. And I finished out my last week, and it was really hard. It was really emotional and scary. And then that last shift on a Sunday night, I walked out the door without looking back, still going into the next week with a lot of emotion. But now we're a little over two weeks of closing the door on a huge chapter of my life, and so much has changed. So much has changed. And as the blessings continue to come in and as the universe continues to unfold in this new life, I'm going to share with you then in the next segment of the story. But right now, I don't know if I've ever felt so much gratitude in my life for this experience and for this guidance. And through this, that's when I was guided even more that I must step into what I came on earth for and it's being a healer. And I need to step into that as my full-time job. And that's really when settling in to Sarah Wolf became very apparent. I'm going to do an episode on changing a name and the, this whole journey of changing the name. But what Sarah Wolf means, it's really beautiful and it feels right. So I wanted to share this with you. I wanted to share with you this transition what I've gone through this summer, what has been shown to me, and that I just dove off a cliff into something better. I can't wait to continue to walk this path with you all and to see what unfolds and see where the universe wants me. That's truly in being a service. I just wanted to let you all know too that I am launching an ongoing course coming up the first one will be at the end of the month on a Wednesday. I'll put the details in the description and you can check it out. We are going to be working with the inner voice. It's going to be really beautiful. I can't wait to see how this all unfolds. I'm working with a new device that, uh, that I've been working with for a few months now. And it's all working with higher frequencies, tones, and our own voices to connect into our higher selves, our emotions. And the way this works, we'll be able to move and remove blocks and move through different energies that have been stuck in our bodies for a really long time. So the details will be in the description. It will be a membership platform on Patreon. So just to make it easy and streamlined for myself to do this workshop, it's ongoing. You can join at any time. We will gather on Zoom at the end of each month on a Wednesday evening, and then I will be starting a telegram group so that people can converse with each other throughout the time or if anything comes up. And if you go to the Patreon site, link will be in description, you can see the different tiers and what comes with each tier of membership, monthly membership. 
And I'm really excited to be working with this technology and this program of Inner Voice and get back to connecting and creating community with Creatrix Culture because that was the inception. Inceptual idea was community. So this is this just came to me. I was at a conference in Utah a little over a week ago and learning more about this device that I'm working with and this program that they have called Inner Voice. And I can't wait to share it with you all, launch it to you all, and grow with you all with it because it's already done miraculous things for myself. And I heard some amazing and inspirational stories of others by using this technology and this program. So check out the link below in the descriptions. And I can't wait to continue to share this journey with you and to step in this fall of 2021 with some new guests and yeah, getting back to getting back to us here on the podcast and new episodes. So stay tuned. I love you all. Thank you for hanging in with me and we will talk again soon.